0: Can't get enough of the fan in the morning. Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
1: Very sexy robot.
0: Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
1: My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Alright,
0: here we go. We do a podcast for you. Why the hell not? Today we are going to dig deep into devil worship. What? No, I'm just kidding. What's uh, Eddie's into that? What's up, Al?
1: I sit in this chair. Uh, so I sit in this chair for the warm-up show. Then Geo gets in this chair at six. Then I get back in this chair. Yes. So when I get in this chair for the podcast, this seat is warm. It should be. And it's weird. Just like I'm <laughs> weirdly sure, warm. It's weirdly warm. Even though, like, I don't think I hand off a warm chair to Geo because you weigh nine pounds. Yeah, I don't think I have like the butt mass to produce a warm <laughs> chair. Like, I think after I get up, you have airflow going yeah, through. Like a few minutes later, it's <laughs> it's a, uh, but this this is warm from Geo, you know. Plus, he's here for four Just hours don't sniff sitting. It. Right, he probably farts into it. But it reminded me of when I was growing up in my house in Colonia, New Jersey. We had one we had a half bathroom downstairs which was so tiny and then we only had one bathroom for five of us. A
0: full bathroom you
1: went with a shower. full yeah. bathroom, yeah. And there would be times when you would sit down on the toilet and it would be warm. Did you like that or did that freak <laughs> you out? Disgusting. <laughs> you must love living alone. Oh my gosh, it's such a pleasure. (laughs) I'm sure it is. It really is. is. (laughs) It's stress-free is what it is. It is stress-free. Any stress is, you know, I've brought on myself. Right. Although I uh, welcome the dog, which does bring some stress sometimes. But other than that, yeah, I don't have the stress of humans. You do not. And sitting, I never sit down on a warm toilet seat, which is (laughs) disgusting. And if you
0: do, you better call the police. hmm, So who was (laughs) here? You get to do pretty much what you want to do, when you want to yes. do it, aside from the weekend when you're busy with your girlfriend. For the most right. part, Monday through Friday, Thursday and a half. Yes.
1: You're doing all right. I'm doing all right for myself. Yeah. I started a, I, what I didn't mean to start trouble on Twitter this morning, but I if I feel like I did. Why? Well, I didn't see. I had uh, I had written down, I, I, I tweeted that if, if if you don't have consistently 100 downloads per episode... Then your podcast should be taken off these platforms. 100, not 100, not 1,000. Not 1,000. 100 downloads. Okay. 100 downloads. People were not happy with that. People were not happy with me because they said, how are we, this is how people get started, blah, 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 blah. We can't all have FAN as a platform. Correct. We can't all have FAN. And I'm fortunate that I do. You and I would not have 100 downloads if people didn't know us from Boomer and Geo Show. There could be great podcasts out there. No one's hearing them because yeah. no one knows. My my point was that it's it's too muddied. The waters are too mudd- muddied as far as you can't really go to, uh, your you know Spotify or Odyssey or Apple Podcasts and say I'm going to look for a podcast. Good luck. There's a legitimately a million of them. Yeah, you know, and it just gets gets too muddied. But I figured a hundred is not a big number by any means. But it means you've got a niche audience that yes. is listening to it. And I'm just saying, let's get rid of all the others because they're just cluttering things up to make your podcast or people getting 100 or more, it's making it much harder to find them. That's and, all.
0: And I don't personally give a crap because I'm not a podcast person, but there are a lot out there. There are a lot out there. There are a lot. I mean, even if you kept the, the, the minimum number to
1: 100, there's still going to be a ton out there. Right. So but I was I've been reading statistics on podcasts and- <clears throat> there's the overwhelming majority of the podcasts that are available get way under a hundred people, way wow. under. You mean like in the teens and twenties? And twenties, because there's a lot of you know guys doing what this is—just two guys sitting there talking. If people don't knew, know who you are prior to that, they're never going to find your podcast,
0: right? Because you're really just—it's friends and right.
1: family, and that's if they're interested in downloading it. Because everybody's busy, right? And everything looks professional. Like, everything's equaled now, and that's what I don't like. I like having gatekeepers. Uh, everybody's podcast looks the same on the podcast platforms. Right. It's easy to get a nice logo, which it didn't used to be. You used to have to pay big bucks for that. Now it's very easy to make your own logo. It's easy to make it look like it's a professional podcast. It's easy to sound like a professional podcast because home equipment, as we found out during the Is coronavirus is outstanding sure is so uh i'd call it a
0: win for the little guys and you would call it a waste
1: of time <laughs> right right you exactly and that's what uh, that's was the attacks i was getting I can imagine but i'm not attacking the little guy i'm saying put it somewhere else like it's muddying like the same way that uh i can't shoot a video of you dancing in here and put it on netflix I just can't.
0: Well, isn't that more the responsibility of places like Spotify and iTunes to just not accept them? Yeah, but unfortunately, they do have nice. to have
1: some sort of a baseline. Ooh, and they're cool. I would boobies. think.
0: Yeah. Thank you, sir.
1: Boomers delivering us. Nice. Very IPA cool. Beers, West, Ham- West Hampton Beach. Riptide putting nice. that out. Ice cold too. Yeah, oh, Could probably. have one now. You guys should be drinking it now. Well, I agree. <laughs> I gotta drive home. This be so much more and I'm no, very this weak. is interesting. Oh, it's interesting. Oh,
0: yesterday we were talking about free will. Do we have free will? I
1: do. Well, I would argue against that. Okay, we we'll can talk about it <laughs> Bye boomer. See you guys. So, <laughs> um I said it and and right now, like when people like it's too it's too late to start uh podcast that people Very are difficult that people are going to listen to unless even like you're the famous. tiktok channel
0: so i noticed like because of the evan thing i ran yesterday yeah. so i went and looked carton and roberts right now i think they're going to finish number one in the in radio, radio. Rating. right in the ratings so they've done outstanding Two thousand followers on tiktok
1: right because they were late to the game correct like if they would have started their like if i was not on twitter and i started a twitter account today a couple thousand followers probably tops yeah
0: no, I see that because I see people. When you notice the start date, that is when it's pretty apparent. Unless you're a huge name,
1: it is difficult. It's very difficult now because there's too, because there's too many. And that yeah. was my point. You know, but you're right. It should be the responsibility of Spotify yeah. and Google. And, and Apple. I don't think that.
0: And that doesn't mean you can't do one. But right. what what Al is saying is. You should have to do it on your own platform, promote it, and when you get to the average number, then all of a sudden you're able to upgrade to the bigger companies. I think that
1: makes sense, but that's on them. Or they should set it up so that there's categories like, this has 100 downloads a week. This has 100,000 downloads a week. Let me. And I'm not being a jerk here. I'm I'm really not, and I'm not putting anybody down. I am. I know you
0: are. (laughs) I didn't (laughs) even ask the question (laughs) yet. So our company, Odyssey, Intercom is now Odyssey. How many podcasts, not that we put out, do we actually do in-house, Do we produce? Yeah. I don't know. It's got to be hundreds, hundreds, right, because of all the stations? Yeah, because you're talking the repurposed radio shows. I don't even mean them. I don't mean them. Uh, it's still hundreds, yeah. It's got to be hundreds. Yeah. And there are got to be numerous ones that aren't doing 100 downloads. Correct.
1: I would say the majority of them.
0: The majority oh, is even worse. I would the say major- the majority really? of them, yeah.
1: But no one wants to admit that. And no one will tell you that because everybody lies about their downloads. So in order to be competitive with the liars, you have to lie. You know what bothers me too about the
0: whole podcast thing? And and not much does, but this does. The difference between uh, downloads and actual listens. Right. It's so weird. Like you can download it and never listen to it.
1: Right. And it counts as a download, listen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And yet if you're charging someone for a commercial, well, it was downloaded. Right? But how do you know to listen to it? You know, I guess the same thing as radio.
1: You have no idea who's listening Correct. to radio either, right?
0: I suppose, but that's interesting.
1: But actually, with podcasts, you can tell me how many people listen to it. Or you're right, but you're right. I see what you're saying. You They're can see the download, it. yeah. Then, can you
0: see if it was played or no, not?
1: I don't think so. Okay, uh, you might. They might be able to look on the back end. Whoever's it. uploading it. But I would love. I would. Here's what I would like. I would like podcasts to. Just like when you go to a YouTube video to play it, it'll say... How many? It has 50,000 downloads or... Like right now, Moose and Maggie downloads. are on Twitch. Yeah, it's embarrassing. And it tells you the number.
0: And it's an embarrassing number. Of, I wasn't going to say that. But As, and just,
1: not, nothing against them. If you put this show on Twitch, if you put Boomer and Geo on Twitch, it'd be a low number.
0: Right. It, what is a low number? It's but a low number. I'm just saying, at least there's the number is there for you right, to but, see.
1: Right, but seeing that number would make me remove myself from it like if i put up my podcast or a a live video twitch and i saw we had eight people watching i'd shut it right down right so that's what i want and i think it would make some podcasters shut it down unless you're doing it for a hobby if you're doing it i don't even know why people are doing it
0: i think a lot of people have the notion and thought that they're going to be
1: discovered I do believe that. But even the people that have a decent amount of downloads, you can't. Like When I was doing the podcast with my friend Paul, and we would only do once a week. We weren't doing one every day like this. I would get maybe 8,000 downloads, which is a lot. We couldn't get advertising. So I don't know what people think they're going to get. I have no you're idea. You're not Joe Rogan. But on these platforms, you are... You're, 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 you on equal footing. an equal footing as Joe Rogan, and that shouldn't be. Right. Yeah, I, you know what, it should be, there should be a, I
0: guess, a performance-based scale. Yes. Where the top downloads start, and then if you get seven downloads, you should be on page 453. Right.
1: And it's hard to find. Yeah, I get it. But then everything becomes a scam, right? So the people will tell you, and people will write to me after hearing this and say... You know, those YouTube views are not real. You can buy YouTube views. I know, and that's what sucks about all this. Oh, I didn't know you could buy YouTube views. Yeah, you so. could buy YouTube views. No, so you're not buying anything. Okay. You could buy podcasts down. like it's, Are subscribers a false, too? They could be, sure. Oh, God. Was I telling you this about the, the this podcast I was listening to? I think i telling you this, that the a listener, when we talked about this one other time, a listener sent me a podcast where a guy dug into... How they get podcast ratings, and there are companies. Oh, yeah, you did. The Fivers on the Fiverr website where you can just climb the chart. Stupid. Everything's a scam, Al. Everything's a scam.
0: Yep. Life is a scam.
1: Life, Jerry, is a scam. Yep. I hear Boomer and Geo. I overheard Boomer and Geo discussing this boat parade, evidently, is still happening. I don't believe that's going to happen. I hope it happens. Well, no, no, I don't. I hope I don't. <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere, ever. I know you don't. Gina asked me the other day. She goes, are you ever going to travel again? Are we? Can I ever look forward to going anywhere? I go, well, I don't think so. <laughs> I live by the ocean. I'm good. I said I'm here now. Right. I took a big step. Look how close I am to you. Right. And Why would you go anywhere? Ocean? I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. I don't want to go anywhere or do anything. At I least won't. you're honest with yourself. Yeah. And I'm quite happy about it.
0: See, I am i don't mind. I really don't mind doing things. And I look forward to going away again. I certainly did a lot of trips with Rutgers this year. Um, I am hoping, we're planning on going away that first weekend in August, planning on doing something in July. I've got a trip to Maryland on a baseball team in late August. So it's like I, I'm looking forward to it. And even like I, we joke about it, and this is where I've always said, I hate when people talk for me. Like, even the softball things, I don't mind them. I just wish they were more convenient. Right. Like, I I will say it till the cows come home. Schedule softball on Thursday night. I don't care. Don't schedule it on Monday night at 7 o'clock, an hour and a half away from the house. That makes no sense. There are ways you, and I
1: don't mind doing things and getting out. But I understand. I I get it. I totally get it. I got a dog so that I would have to go home and walk, take the dog out. I was considering having a baby just to be able to get out of stuff. (laughs) You with a baby would be outstanding. I got to be honest. Al, would you like to play softball? I can't. I have to get home to the baby. I leave the baby and the dog home alone while I come to work. (laughs) You are too funny.
0: (laughs) I mean, listen, that dog is a real... But the problem with the dog thing is you've told everybody you hired a dog sitter. Right. I do have a dog walker.
1: walker. Uh, Gina does it. 95% 95% of the time. Right, but... And then a dog walker, 5%. You have a
0: dog walker. Right. So even that's not a good excuse. I know, but I
1: but I, but I, I need to get home and mush my, gr- my girly, my girly dog. I Listen,
0: I get it, dude. You are very regimented. Yes. And you don't like when your schedule is disrupted. Correct. And I understand that. I know, it makes me nuts. I, I do understand that. And it's also, the other thing too about whatever we do on the show is we're all at such different points of our life that i you know i'm not sitting home every night it's not like you could just say hey we're doing this on wednesday okay well i got my son's got a game in freehold my other son is... Pri- I,
1: it's a little different well, we're, we're all at different points in life and we live so far away if you Makes put a radius tough. of where we live it's such a wide it yeah. covers 300 miles yeah Absolutely, especially if you include Bob in that. Right. because the think of where I live, Bob lives, and Geo lives. That triangle. Right. Is nuts. It's got a, It's like the Bermuda Triangle. This is not like we all live in
0: Brooklyn and right. we're around the corner from one another. Hey, let's get together at seven o'clock to play softball. We're done at eight. Back in our place at eight fifteen. Right. It's not that. It's not the case. It is not the case. I am curious about the boat parade, though. How in the hell we're getting home? Yeah, I don't know. I, I you know. That's my only.
1: I'm I'm gonna worry about that, Jerry. When it's actually when it's booked, booked, and we're a week out. I hear you. Then I'm gonna panic. Yeah, no, I get it. Full on panic mode. I yeah,
0: I know because I have to be. I know for a fact the 14th we have games. We have a tournament on that Saturday, so it's like I gotta go home that night, the Friday night. I'm good for the day, but I gotta get home. And I think we have playoffs on the Thursday night before. I'm trying to live week
1: by week. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I it's look, the on, smart way to I go. look at my calendar and go, "I'm not cons- worried about anything unless it's this week." Fair enough. So even when I it, uh, agree to do things, the week of I want it canceled, but I'm not going to think about it until then. I gotcha. I see. Because I can't it's too much. I can't do that.
0: I just can't. I wish I could, but I can't. I got 25 high school baseball games I had to put on my calendar. Oh, high school now, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, We already played. They already played one the other day, and they got. He's got another one tomorrow. Another one Saturday. I mean,
1: it's it's busy. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Right on. All right, Jerry. Let's do the warm up show. That we can all agree on is terrific. (laughs) I'm in, and should be its own podcast. (laughs) Number one on the charts. Works for me. All right. We'll see you tomorrow on a Wednesday. See ya.
0: Good
1: morning, campers. Al and Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, we certainly
0: do try. Anyhow, a couple of minutes after 5 o'clock, Erica Herskowitz, very well done. We're in New York City. It is the warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today, for tomorrow. Visit CarneyBank.com for details. Eddie Scazzeri, good morning, sir. Your flag anthem. I'm Jerry. His name is Albert Austin Dukes.
1: Al, I'm exhausted already. How are you? Oh, good morning, Jerry. Yeah, you came running in. You're out of breath. I mean, It <laughs> was another drive-in in the rain. It's another this, monsoon. I'm sick of driving in in the rain. All you know, I like to put my car on cruise control, but then I always heard, like, oh, you shouldn't put your car on cruise control in the rain because your car could hydroplane, and then you'd be thrown right off the highway. Right off the highway.
0: Right and right for you, you'd highway. be right into Brooklyn. That'd be a
1: disaster. Oh, if I fell off the highway in <laughs> Brooklyn, Jerry? Oh. The I don't end of need that, yeah, that'd be the end of me.
0: Do you think if I drove you into Brooklyn,
1: yeah, and I just I
0: blindfolded you <laughs> and I dropped you off, and I'll and I'll make it easy. I'll even say a couple of blocks from Barclays Center, where you've been. I have been there. Do you think you could find your way home to New Jersey? No, to Alaska. Yes, I don't
1: live in Alaska, Jerry.
0: Do you? All right. How about that? Could you find your way here? I think I could find my way here because okay. I think
1: I could get into Manhattan. You could figure out a way and you can't get on a cab. Right. Or in a cab. You get on a subway uh, yeah. where you could walk. Yeah. I could get from Barclays Center to Manhattan. Okay. I I'm not sure I could get to New Jersey without first going through Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> I would have no idea.
0: All right. Well, maybe we'll do that one day.
1: Although I am proud of myself, Jerry. Uh, I've driven to work. I drove to work today with no GPS. Look at you. Well, it only took you six times. <laughs> Thank God I drove in with you 9,000 times. <laughs> and, and still didn't know where you were going. Still didn't know which towns I was in. It
0: is funny when you're the passenger sometimes. You really don't. And then we did that game that one day where I did the streets. Yes. And the exits. And you were just completely unaware of your surroundings. No idea where I was. Yeah,
1: Not great. On my ride in, I listened to a podcast called uh, Band to where somebody, they pick one band and they really talk about them. As long as it's not about free will again. No, it's not. And okay. and then they play their songs. And this one was all dedicated to the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> okay. Little Iris. <laughs> well, they played all. First of all, you don't realize how many, as Gio would call them, sleepy douchey hits they have. They have a ton of ton of. Yeah,
0: hits. I don't care for that phrase.
1: I actually sleepy like the douchey. music. Uh, this was sort of a tongue-in-cheek. They they Both hosts were explaining their love of Goo Goo Dolls while also saying it's kind of cheesy 90s rock. Sure. But at the time, we loved it. We did like it. And looking back on it, wow, weren't these some catchy songs? Slide. Was that another Slide, one? Slide. That was a good one. Iris. Name. Yep, yeah, Absolutely. I'd still uh, listen if I heard them. Yes. Oh, I enjoyed the music. Right. I I enjoyed the ride in there and all that fun stuff. Jerry, I guess we get two Mets games today. You get two for the price of one. Two seven inning games. Two seven right? inning games. You love the seven inning game. I love the seven inning game. Uh, Marcus Stroman, I guess, is going to pitch in the second game, even Good. though they thought uh, you know he threw a couple pitches in that fugazi rain shorten or rain uh, stopped game.
0: That's because he said. He wasted a start, now yes. he had to wait five days. That's what we were discussing yesterday. So I'm glad to hear Me he's too. coming back tomorrow or today now to pitch the second game.
1: But I don't want to hear any excuses if he gets Stinks. rocked. Stinks. If he gets rocked, we I can't think- say it was because he pitched the other night in the rain and all that. Yeah, stuff. he said he's good to go. And I he's you know good. what? I
0: don't think he'll make excuses. Did you see did you see the fork? I mean so they've played five games now so the far. Mets. Yes. And they'll play two today, I think, although the forecast is not great again. I don't think it's as bad as yesterday, but it ain't great. You see the forecast? I guess they're in Colorado Friday. 27 degrees. That's and gonna, light snow.
1: That's going to sting when you get a hit with oh a wooden bat. Oh, my God. That sounds awful. 27 degrees and that's snowing. This
0: baseball in the in the spring no. in the Northeast sucks.
1: we got to cut April off. We start baseball in May. I
0: agree. I, you know what? I'm with you.
1: And end in October.
0: God, it is just off this April, baseball. Or as we've said, start out west and indoors only. Because you know what happens there unless it's Madison Square Garden? No rain delays. No
1: rain delays unless you have a hole in the roof. Right. Like we do here, like you mentioned, the garden. Yeah, let's cut off April, start baseball in May, make sure the World Series is done by October, or as we call it, Rocktober.
0: Rocktober.
1: Because we shouldn't be playing games in November. We shouldn't be playing games in 27 degrees in Colorado in April.
0: No, it's awful. It really is. And Minnesota can be cold in April. and That's whatever. They do say this, though,
1: Jerry. April showers bring May flowers.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm going to call BS on that, too, because I have found that May has been terrible, too, lately. Wow. It seems to me, could be wrong, it seems to me, at least it feels like the seasons have shifted a little bit to where it gets warmer a little later and stays warmer later. I see what you're saying. So it's almost like if you go back to November, and I know this for a fact because my baseball team played a tournament the first weekend of November of last year, some months ago, whatever, six months ago, it was 80 degrees. Yeah. Now, you live down the Jersey Shore. How many summer Fridays did we have in November and October? Many. Right. So You're right, and people get excited for March. They're like, ooh, the spring. March sucks. <laughs> Although this March hasn't been horrible. March was not terrible this year. Yeah. But you're right. March is very unpredictable.
1: You're right. The seasons have shifted, Jerry. And uh, we're in, let's, uh, we should adjust when spring, winter, spring, summer, and fall is. Let's set it up. Let's change the dates.
0: Yeah. Summer starts July 1st now.
1: Blame global mor- warming, whatever you want to blame, uh, whatever it is. Regardless, let's just change the seasons. Or we could just move where the climate's better. We could do that. We could all just move west and leave the East Coast just abandoned. Sounds lovely.
0: (laughs) It really does.
1: There's no one left in New York City. 10-10 wins. (laughs) The Yankees uh, won last night, Jerry, which was good. Uh, This uh, Kyle Higashioka. Not bad. He's one of these guys, so he hits two home runs. He's one of these guys that when I hear his name, it doesn't matter if it's on the radio, TV. In my head, I do the John Sterling, the home run stroker. Like, as soon as I hear his name, I go, the home run stroker. In my head, I don't say it out loud. That would be odd.
0: So you don't, when you hear Giancarlo Stanton, you don't say Stantonian? No. You don't say, oh, no, see, parlo or whatever know, the hell he says? I don't even says. know what he's saying there. <laughs> Neither do
1: I. A judgy and blast. I don't say that. But I do think in my head, the home run stroker. Can you pronounce his last name? Higoshi Higa. <laughs> <laughs> I can. Watch this. Kyle Higashioka. There you go. Nailed
0: it. There you go. Not bad. Two home runs. It was funny. I did the Daily Fantasy for the first time in a long time yesterday, and we were trying to decide on Salvador Perez or Higashioka.
1: Which one do you think I went to? Perez. Yeah. Yeah. We did not take Higashioka. Boy, what a beautiful ballpark down in Dunedin that the Blue Jays uh, Yankees played in. It oh
0: really nice. What was interesting was, so when you first put the TV on, I'm like, wow, it looks like Toronto because they had the TD bank signs everywhere. And I'm pretty sure those are pretty uh, prevalent in Toronto as well. But so you're watching the game. It didn't look so bad. When a ball was hit to the outfield, it looked weird. Because there was no one there, and they had that high – It was just strange looking, but right. nice. Looked like a minor league park. It did. Uh, beyond the fences. It, I agree, yes. But it cool. It was cool. And you know what? For the Blue Jays, it's unique. Have fun. It's kind of like the Raptors playing in Tampa. Have fun with it.
1: Yes. I would be a Blue Jays fan fan if I lived down there, just for fun. Well, I think if you live in Dunedin,
0: you should be. Yeah,
1: that's your major
0: league team in the spring. That's our team. Plus, don't they have? I would think Dunedin has like a single
1: A Blue Jays team, wouldn't you think? Perhaps. I don't recall. It was weird when I lived down there. I like I never went to the Blue Jays. I would go Phillies in Clearwater, Yankees in Tampa. Uh, The the Cardinals were in St. Petersburg. Right. I never thought to go to Dunedin to see. Did you know that they were there? I was aware. No, that's on you, though. well, That is on me. It's a bad job by me.
0: That's not great.
1: And Garrett Cole, I saw, he's got, like, uh, some sort of record or tighter record or broke the record for most strikeouts in the first three appearances. He's done
0: appearances, well. He's uh, he got an ERA of 1.47 yeah. through these first three games. He's 2-0. and Yeah. And he, like Jacob DeGrom, not getting much run support, but at least he got a couple of home runs. Right.
1: Although he gave up that home run early. He did. He went down one nothing. But then also
0: got the last 15 he retired. Oh, right. How about that? Eight Ks, Jerry. Yes.
1: <laughs> what was was that? Your strike call? That'd be my strike call. Although I like when the guy does the punch out with the, like, pulls his arm back. Yeah. Punch out. Guy Adami
0: once said, and I like this idea. This is the CNBC per, guy. Per, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I've heard. That um, we need to have you come umpire one of our games. Yeah. And then perhaps mm-hmm. we can get some people to come cheer or jeer you.
1: Right. For, uh, a first strike or second strike, I would just do the two fingers out and go.
0: <laughs> give me all right. So, uh, so we got
1: the. <laughs> give me the strike three call. Looking, I would do the. Uh, and <laughs> where I where I reach my arm out, make a fist, pull it in. But now
0: you would run out, not up. Yeah, because a lot out. of umpires will go up, out, yeah, and in. I just go out and in, and then it's got to be more than. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be loud though. Everybody's got to hear it.
1: Yeah. Oh, they'd hear it, Jerry. So it can't just be. Hey. No, that's my one or two. Strike right, so one, strike two.
0: It's an 0-2 pitch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what
0: was that? I mean, he just struck we out. We might have to call paramedics <laughs> if we hear that. I think he's having a heart attack. I think
1: I injured my diaphragm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right. Your pelvic floor will be
1: bothering you. My pelvic floor muscles,
0: Jerry. There was a, there was an umpire. Last week in my son's game, a foul ball. Then it was at um, at CBA, CBA. Well, that's down in in Lincroft. Christian, it's a Boys high school Academy. game. Yeah, it was a high school game, and the kid on CBA was throwing gas. He was really throwing hard. It was a, a foul tip that went just above the catcher's glove and caught the umpire right in the chest. You had to hear the thud. He was okay, but oh, my God, you might break. Oh, I would have a chest protector on. He had one, but oh. it's, I mean, the balls still come in at 80 miles an hour. Yeah. I always feel like the catcher,
1: like what the catcher wears in Major League Baseball, yeah. the chest protector looks so thin.
0: Yeah, it's padded though. I mean, it, it, you're right. I it's not like it. the old, remember the old umpires used to have that big yeah. thing they used to hold on to? Yes. That's not
1: it. If I was a catcher, I'd wear like a thick winter coat. You'd wear, you wouldn't, we'd wear <laughs> body armor. <laughs> body armor. Like I'd look like Iron Man. Right. Exactly. Back there. Uh, Mets-Phillies postponed by rain, Jerry. That was, they called that pretty early in the Back day. Back to the Mets. Back to the Mets. They called that pretty early in the day. I was surprised. Because I guess they made the mistake the previous yeah. you know, day. And... But you know what's interesting, though, is it
0: poured last night. Yeah. And I also saw the radar said it was just sitting over Queens. So, I don't know. I don't live there. I don't know what happened, but it was pretty bad by us, at least by me.
1: Yeah. Well, it was misty a little bit. By me was I think it was more misty. Okay, misty rain, which I wouldn't want to play in, even in misty rain. Oh, it's the worst. I want clear skies. So do I. Clear eyes. What is what's the saying about? I don't know.
0: Seventy two and sunny. That's what I want.
1: Clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. Who says that? That was from Friday Night Lights, the TV show. Didn't see it from the coach. But I'm just saying, full eye, like bright eyes, full heart, can't lose. Something like that.
0: Whatever you say, I didn't see it. I'll trust, I'll trust you.
1: Speaking of umpires, you know what? I want to do that after the break. You want to talk about Joe West? Yeah, I want to talk to you about this Joe West situation. And I didn't care for uh, John Heyman uh, tweeting about it. He seemed like a little... Uh, douchey? A little douchey. John Heyman. On this Joe West Does story. Does he still have you I blocked? A, I'm not blocked by John Heyman. You're not. I thought you were. We have a healthy banter. He and were I, you blocked? No, he's never blocked me. Who was blocked? He... He's uh he's mocked me on uh on uh, the, I think Joe and Evan show. Back oh, in the maybe day. that's what it is. Okay, he's never blocked me, which is nice because I like John Haman. We uh, have we have some niceties back and forth as well. Yeah, you've never booked them. I've never booked because all the shows put him on. I find him engaging. John Haman. I do. Yeah. All right. I like. him Although I know you've always said you liked him on the Joe and Evan spot, he did.
0: I do, and I like him with Maggie. I like they put him on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> two weeks ago. He was right by the bathroom at one of the stadiums. <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? Coming to you live from the trough. <laughs> he wasn't in the bathroom. Oh, he wasn't in the toilet. He was right by the bathroom.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, let's do the Joe West story with the potentially douchey John Heyman follow up tweet <laughs> after the break. But, Jerry, as you may remember, I'm coming up on my one year anniversary in my new condo down in Bradley Beach, and I couldn't be happier with my purchase. That's right. If anyone's looking to buy or if you're a first-time homebuyer, I'm telling you, you should finance through Carney Bank. That's what I did, and I had the best experience with my mortgage loan officer. They were very personable, efficient, and made the entire process super easy. Visit CarneyBank.com for more information and benefits of their first-time homebuyer program. You will not regret it. That's CarneyBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
0: All right, the Joe West story coming up, also some basketball as well because the Knicks won last night, and then some other oddities. At some point, we got to get to Katy Perry, although maybe we'll wait until later for that. I don't know. What is she doing? You teased it yesterday.
1: I did? Wasn't it Katy Perry? Oh, no, it was, um, it was Kelly Clarkson. Oh,
0: Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. We'll get to her as well. A lot more to do here on the warm-up show. Boomer and Geo at 6 on The Fan. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen. We have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Long-time team jacket. Hey, Goo Goo Dolls, 521, Tuesday morning. On the Rock of New York, Sports Radio 101.9 FM. Oh, you nailed
1: Hit that. Hit the post. You nailed that, Jerry. That's right.
0: I actually used to play this song. You 106.3, you know that. Bro- I didn't know Broadway was... I'm was pretty that. sure we did Goo Goo Dolls back in the late 90s. Of course we did.
1: Yes. By the way, not as many plays as I thought. Well, Iris, the song Iris has... Um, 715 million plays. Okay. That's, that's their highest one.
0: Well, that's also probably yeah, their most popular song. Yeah, Would you the, not agree? Yeah,
1: because it was uh, in that movie. Well, it's, and it's also,
0: the too, the fact that, you know, you can look at, like, Led Zeppelin songs on YouTube, yeah. and they have no, not, I shouldn't say no plays, compared to songs of today
1: with the younger generation. Because we weren't, and plus we weren't counting them. Right. That, if you, too. If you could go back to Led Zeppelin uh, from the 1960, 69. Right. On, then we, tell me, Stairway to Heaven don't have a lot oh, of 100%, things. but my, I
0: guess my point Come being, out. like, people in their 50s and 60s are yeah. not
1: streaming YouTube
0: like that's kids true. in their teens and 20s right now. I wish they would, Jared. Which is why Ariana Grande has a song that's 1.7 billion Billion views. downloads? That's insane. Not downloads, views on views. YouTube, I think. That's insane. And I feel like that's legit because that's actually happening. Right. You know those are being played. Yeah, I mean, they show you the views right right on it, right on the screen. So, very
1: interesting. Anyway, we talk about Joe West. Joe West, he's an umpire, Jerry. Some people don't like him. I'm going to say most people don't like him. I don't know why. I don't mind him. I don't mind Joe West. He won a $500,000 defamation lawsuit against former Met Paul Loduca. Loduca was on a podcast and claimed that Joe West opened up the strike zone for Billy Wagner because when Joe West would be in town, Billy Wagner knew he was a fan of old cars and would let him... Cruise around town in Billy Wagner's '57 Chevy. Now, where do you think this story legit comes from? I don't. Well, like, this, why would Paul LaDuca make this up? It sounded like it was a firsthand story from Paul LaDuca in a conversation with uh, the reliever.
0: It doesn't make sense to me.
1: Billy Wagner. He said that he that uh, he, that Billy Wagner told him, "Hey, you know, uh, we're gonna get a couple inches uh, on the on the strike uh, zone." because I let this dude ride around in my car. Well, uh, Joe West took him to court, the people's court, Jerry, and he won $500,000. Was they Judge looked, Wapner there? Yeah, Judge Wapner was there. He was uh, overseeing everything. Well, here's the thing. When they looked into it, Joe West never umpired a Phillies-Mets game when Wagner and Loduca were team, teammates with Wagner on the mound, so it simply never happened. Fake news. And Sad. so
0: he gets half a million dollars. I'm trying yes. to look. Laduca made, I guess. They're saying he's got a net worth of thirty million. So I guess Paul Laduca. Yeah, I mean it's still gonna be a crappy check to write, but he can afford it.
1: Maybe he confused umpires. Maybe there's another umpire who loves classic cars. Of I guess shivers. I
0: don't. You know what? I don't know. You're confusing umpires. And Joe West. If I gave you three pictures of three umpires, could you point pick out Joe West to me? I could. Right. And now think about you, who hates sports at this point in your life. (laughs) You know know who Joe West is. I know Joe West, right. So there's no way he confused Joe West with someone else. There's no
1: way. Right, plus catchers' relationship with longtime umps since they're right behind them the whole time.
0: Absolutely. So he either misremembered this, made this up. I don't know what in the hell he did, but it's cost him a lot of money.
1: Do you think they have a lot of conversation during games, the catcher and the umpire? Yes, I do. You do, right? Yeah, me too have think they're friends, like friendly, no. where they chat? Hey, I think they what, could you know, be. I think at dinner.
0: I think at the no, no, not going you to dinner. You don't say
1: no, not going to dinner. But well, where'd you go? Where do you? Oh, for
0: yes, I like, could. Like, those conversations happen, yeah.
1: Yeah, like you're in Scottsdale yes. or Phoenix. You go, hey, where, when you do games out here, what's your favorite? It's possible. I think it's That's very possible. I do, try to get dinner recommendations.
0: You try and get on his good side. Maybe you do yes. get the calls here and there. The borderline corner call
1: because we see uh, players do that in the NFL. Talk up the reference. As in Brady D. Yeah, I see Brady kissing ass up. all the time. Yeah. This way How's they're looking kids? out for you. How's your kids? Hey, is your kids still in school? <laughs> no one cares. How's about your kids? kids. <laughs> That's what I would do. How's your I, I so I remember seeing one interview or it was a thirty for thirty or something where they would they would talk about how they would learn one of the guys who was either I think it might have been Peyton Manning. Where he would try to learn about the refs just so he could say something personal to them. like, uh, How's little
0: Mikey doing? Right. Yep.
1: How's but, is your wife Linda
0: doing? They also say if you're going for an interview, you should research the person you're interviewing with. Yeah. If you can. And in this day and age, you probably can.
1: I did that. That actually backfired on me. The one time I went in for an interview, I was like, how's your wife?
0: Yeah, she divorced me.
1: I was like, "Huh? how's your wife? She looks pretty good. And then the guy was like, What kind of interview is this? <laughs> I said, oh, i just try. I did some p- research on your wife. She looks pretty good. I don't I believe you. Job. I <laughs> didn't
0: get it. I'm sure you didn't. So it kicked you right out.
1: <laughs> so to say, Jerry, that doing research on uh, someone who's going to interview it can backfire. Yeah, if well, you if you act personal. like a
0: creep, I'm sure it can.
1: And I did that. When I said, How's your wife? I did the eyebrow thing where I raised my eyebrow. What like,
0: job was this for? Was this for the drugstore? <laughs> Back I in the got, day when you were 16?
1: No, I got that job at the drugstore, drug fair, which no longer exists. Yeah, I know. It's Walgreens now in most places. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Walgreens bought them up. I don't
0: know if they bought them up, but the couple of the two drug fairs that I'm aware of growing up both turned into Walgreens.
1: I used to like working in the pharmacy at drug fair because we knew what girls were on uh, on uh, uh, birth control because when they would get their packages, that was the thin right birth control doesn't come in a, in a pill container. It comes in a... You know, like a flat... I don't league. know. I'm listening it comes to you. a flat thing, so we would always know which girls were on birth control.
0: Then you tried to take them out?
1: <laughs> no, girls on birth control were way out of my league at that point, Jerry, when I was 16.
0: Who was in your league back then? <laughs> no one.
1: No one was in my league. It's a small league. But yeah. And how about like a uh, uh, like a... <laughs> You know, like an 18, 19, 20-year-old girl had to ask, like, a 16-year-old pimple-faced punk to get her <laughs> birth control pills. Well, she also probably didn't think you knew what it was. Right. Little did she know, that's all me and my friends talked about who worked there.
0: It goes to show. So-and-so's on birth control. But that just goes <laughs> to show. Everybody thinks there's this this privacy. No privacy. Like, when you, like when you go to the doctor for, <laughs> like, a weird issue, yeah. you know they're
1: talking about oh, you when sure. you walk out. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. Especially like the urologist. They'd be well, like, they've seen everything. That guy's got a weird penis issue. <laughs> <laughs> See I'm... that guy that was just in here?
0: Weird. How many times a day do you think that comment is made? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, You hope that they get sick of it and they move, and they don't, unless something really weird happens.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the one time I had that camera scope, I could only imagine what they were saying about yeah. me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh, yeah, right? Yeah, you I, had a camera go inside yes, your ear. Yes,
0: I did. You don't have to oh, talk my about gosh. it. gosh. Yes, I did. That was a long time ago now. Yeah. I was like, so I was with Joe and Martel at that time. So that had to have been
1: early 2000s. It was so long ago, Jerry. You were saying it was a VHS camera. Jackass. <laughs> 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 yeah, the doctor took it off his shoulder.
0: <laughs> Not quite. Oh. Not quite.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What else do I have here? I don't know. (laughs) Here's an interesting story. So I'm reading that Joe Judge of the Giants uh, head coach fame has now assembled the largest coaching staff in football.
0: So I'm just curious if Boomer and G will mock him for it the way they mock the Nets for having too big of a coaching staff. Is that
1: right? Yes. Yes. This current Nets team has a large coaching staff? Yeah,
0: they have a very big coaching staff. I
1: thought there would be limits. I thought like in the NFL, NBA, that they'd be like you have this head coach. Could you have multiple head coaches? (laughs) Well, I I guess you could. Just call them different names. I don't know if there's a rule against it. Could you have co-coaches? I guess. So listen to the Judge and the Giants numbers, including Joe Judge. Yeah, this is nuts. There are 25 other coaches on staff, not including the strength and conditioning coaches. Right. And it also doesn't include, so on top of the 25 coaches, he has strength and conditioning coaches, and he has consultants.
0: So forget the consultants because I don't think they're in the building often. But if you just include the strength and conditioning coaches, I've got to think that that means they're topping 32, 33 coaches probably. Now, we've always discussed, could you be the leader of men of a football team? And you very uh, promptly say, no chance. I could not. How about the fact that not only is he in charge of, with the practice squad, 60-something men, now you're talking about 30 assistants. He's legitimately in charge of 100 people. Right. That's kind of cool in a way. That guy's email must be nuts. Nonstop.
1: Nonstop emails. Nonstop.
0: Yeah, and he's also got to be the type that every time he goes to bed and wakes up, hopes one of his players or coaches didn't do something stupid. Right when he wakes up the next day.
1: I feel like if I was a coach on his coaching staff, I could just hide in one of those jobs, like be like the kicker holder coach. You
0: could be the left cornerback coach. Yeah. Because if you've got 25 coaches, you must have, and I haven't looked at the list, they must have not just a linebackers coach. They probably have an inside linebackers coach and an outside linebackers coach. They probably have a... Long snapper coach. Oh, that I think I could do. I mean, really, because if you think about how many positions you, you, I would think traditionally, you got the two, you got the coach, two coordinators. That's three. You've got the line receivers coach, backs coach. That's another three. And then on defense, defensive line, linebacker, secondary, and then a special teams coach. That's really all you need.
1: Right. But they, I know for sure they have tight ends coaches.
0: Right. No, no, no. That's, and now we have positional coaches. That's what I'm saying. So it wouldn't surprise me if all of a sudden you have an interior defensive line coach, defensive ends coach. I mean, it's it's really ridiculous. Well,
1: it's like even the Cowboys. Remember, they had offensive coordinator. They had a they- passing game coordinator. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I know, I know, I know. Passing
1: game coordinator. I'm wondering if
0: they have a blitzing coordinator. Wouldn't, wouldn't shock you, would it? No. Not when you hear 25 coaches. And then the strength and conditioning coaches, there's got to be at least five or six of them because there's so many players on a team. It might be more than that. Right. We I- should. I want to check that.
1: You want to check how many strength and conditioning yeah, I'm, coaches?
0: Yeah, during the break, I'm going to check how many strength and conditioning coaches they have. I'm going to say it's more than six.
1: Yeah, probably could be ten. Could be ten. I could do one of those jobs. It'd be like, lift those weights, sir. It
0: could be ten. Speaking of over-under, you know what I did last over-under. night? Over-under. I used bet QL. Yeah. I did, I and I, I went with their five-star bet for the over-under. Over-under. On the Cardinals game. They set the over-under at eight and a half runs. 5-2 final.
1: You, uh, I took the under. You took the under, so you won that.
0: They said, this is really wild. They set the projected run total at 7,
1: and the final score is 5-2. I don't know how these That's pretty wild. figure that stuff out. It's a good win for me. You know, Gina listens to a lot of sports radio. Yeah, I know you. Tell me that. So she hears phrases, then she doesn't use them correctly. She, she uses over-under. Okay. So incorrectly. How? She'll go like this, over, under, will they have the type of coffee I want? <laughs> <laughs> I go, it's not an over, under. It's a yes or a no.
0: Right. <laughs> well, she's trying. <laughs> you give her some credit. You know what the best part is? She's turned into the sports fan, and you've turned into the non-sports fan. <laughs>
1: and she says all the time, she'll be like, what? I don't even know who Kyrie is, but why do you guys care so much?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good for her. Way to go, Gina. 25 in front of six. Yes, I said it that way. Uh, Boomerangio coming up at the top. We'll get to the list of coaches coming up, but we're not going to discuss them, just the number. And then Al's got more stories and not Katy Perry. Who is it again?
1: Kelly Clarkson. And we'll get to Kelly Clarkson. I'll come back with a Kelly Clarkson song, and I'll tell you a disturbing story about it. Right here on The Fan. Al and Jerry, two scientists responsible for the COVID nineteen vaccine. was This song. Kicks Since you've been
0: gone. Yeah, this is a good one. Yes, she she was awesome back in the
1: day when she was doing music. Ton of hits. Now she's basically just a, a talk show host. Yes, yeah, she's a talk show host, but she she revealed an interesting story about uh, being on tour. And- yeah. What happens sometimes when you're on tour? You don't eat the best foods. Sometimes right. you have to eat food quickly. And she told the story of um, that she had to uh, do a number two during the a sh- uh, show during a concert.
0: Right, but not she didn't run back to the dressing room.
1: No, but she, she did have outfit changes. So yes. she said when she ran to the side of the stage to do an outfit change, she uh, she did it. Did, she did a poop in a trash. Pooping. In a trash can. Yeah, that's uh, unfortunate. That is so disgusting.
0: But if you think about how many shows they do, yeah, it's going to happen. At some point, you're going to have that issue come up. That doesn't surprise me. What does surprise me, have you ever seen a Katy Perry show? Katy Perry's talk show? No. A Katy Perry concert, a show. I have not. Poop emoji. Poop emoji.
1: Have you ever, so you haven't. Hmm. I've seen her dance with that shark at the uh, Super Bowl halftime show.
0: When you get a minute, and God knows you got plenty of them during the day, <laughs> take a look on I YouTube and just watch one of her shows. It's an hour, hour and twenty minutes, whatever. Right. And you don't even have to watch long; just watch the first four or five songs. She gets changed in between, like almost every song. Yeah, it's almost like Clark Kent going into the into the phone booth. It's quick. She gets changed so fast; it's absurd. And I, I don't. She's perfected it. I don't understand how they do it. I yeah, really don't know how they do that either. Pretty wild, though. I so, bet she's never pooped in a garbage can, though. How do you know?
1: I she hasn't revealed know. that.
0: How do you not know?
1: I don't like to hear that from, and this may be sexist, Jerry, I don't want to hear that from my beautiful female performers. I don't like hear if, from anybody. Like, if you told me Megadeth had to do that into a garbage can, I'd be like, yeah, that's rock and roll, Jerry. Well, that's because
0: we're men are Megadeth. disgusting human beings. Right, and men are
1: disgusting. And we don't like to think of women as being disgusting human beings. At the end of the day, we're all people, Al. Like, if you told me Ozzy Osbourne did that, I'd be like, yeah, he's an animal. Right. But <laughs> but not, but not Sharon. Clarkson. We don't want to hear that she did no, it. No, I don't want to hear Sharon did it. Right. I, I understand. Want to hear, I want to hear James Hetfield from Metallica once had to use a garbage can as a toilet. Did you see that documentary Metallica? On Metallica? The one from years ago? From, yeah, probably five, six years yeah. ago. I did. I, where they were, like, in therapy together. Holy
0: cow. <laughs> and then the, um, was it the drummer? What's Lars? His name? Yes. Where he at one point looks at the camera and goes, What are we doing? We're a heavy metal band. This is absurd.
1: <laughs> they're a heavy metal band, and they're sitting in a circle talking about their feelings with a therapist. Which what? is not funny. Right. It's but it's it's the notion of
0: the image of right. what the band has been and is. Correct. And yet this is what they're dealing with. It's not funny at all. But when you see him look at the camera, like, this is insane. Right. What are, you know are we what? doing here? Yes. I mean, there were times it looked like they weren't going to play ever again. Right. Or record. I would love to know, like, one of the stagehands that's been, like, someone that works at, you know, like, Giant Stadium or, or MetLife Stadium now or wherever. There have been big-time concerts for years and years and years. And guys guy has been there for 30 years must have the coolest stories about, just oddities that happen during these shows. Yes, bands, fighting, and everything like that. Right, like Axl Rose punching Elton John in the
1: face when Guns N' Roses toured with Elton John. Yeah, 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 yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Here's something I have zero interest in watching. Jerry, you tell me if this is something you would be interested in watching. The Yankees tonight? Yes, I'm interested. Oh, they have that French pitcher, James Taylor. <laughs> Jamison Tyon. (laughs) Jamison Tyon. That guy's got a weird penis issue. Okay. Oh, boy. Jamison Tyon does not. He's French. Right. But he's pitching against uh, Ryu, who... Kunjun Ryu. Yeah. That guy, (laughs) he's a little chubby, which I like. You know, I like that in a baseball player. Yeah. And I feel like he shuts the Yankees down. Okay. I don't know based why. Based on what? I don't know. Just based on He hasn't pitched against vibe. them very often. We already pitched against them earlier this year. One time. You just said you feel
0: like he always shuts them down. I do. How many times do you think he's pitched didn't against he, the Yankees? Didn't
1: he pitch? Wasn't he on the Tampa Rays? Ryu? who's on the Dodgers. Oh. I don't know who you're thinking of. Rewind it back then, Jerry. I'm not sure.
0: Maybe you're... I don't know.
1: You don't know, Jerry. i just... I'm curious why you think he always shuts the Yankees down. Because I feel like whenever there's a chubbier pitcher on the mound, they shut down the Yankees. Even so though the Yankees he, had their own chubby pitcher in C.C. Sabathia. Let's see. David He made Wells. how many?
0: So, 12 starts last year with the Blue Jays. Before before that, he was with the Dodgers his whole career. So, Mike, wow. I would be curious, out of 12, 14, out of 14 starts, he pitched against some once already this year. How many starts last year in 12 did he pitch against the Yankees? <laughs> did and did he shut them down? He might have. Oh, I think not had know. it in front of you. I'm, I'm looking. I'm trying to find that. I'm on baseball <laughs> I'm reference say, right Jerry,
1: now. Jerry, he pitched against them twice last year. And he shut
0: them down. He shut them down. I will find shut that out. Shut it
1: down. As
0: we discuss, I will find out. Ryu. Jun Ryu against the Yankees.
1: You know what I'm thinking of who was with the Rays? They had a first baseman who was chubby. That would beat the Yankees as well. Ah, uh, Choi. Choi, yes. Mm-hmm. That's who I was. I was very confused.
0: Okay. But he didn't pitch. He didn't pitch, but he... <laughs> so he didn't shut down the Yankees ever. He
1: smacked the Yankees around the ballpark. <laughs> and I remember a chubby first baseman. <laughs> I that's all that matters to me.
0: Oh, my God. I like a funny. chubby
1: baseball player. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to find him versus the Yankees. Anyway. Not easy to find. That's the battle tonight. Ryu versus Jamison and Toyon. <laughs> I swear, well, you are you, one of you. Really are one of a kind. You could wear. a... Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking. You baffle of, me. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking of doing Yankee berets for the a night at the stadium when Jameson Toyon pitches. Jameson Toyon. All right, so let's see. Oh. Hold on, I'm going
0: to look real quick. 2020. I'm going to look at his game logs. I've okay, been, shut
1: him down, Jerry. So here
0: we go. He pitched against the Yankees how many times? Twice. do You think last year he pitched against them twice last nice, year? Yes.
1: It's the baseball.
0: Uh, the first time mm-hmm. he did get, did he, no, he didn't get the win. He got a no decision. All right. He pitched five innings and shut him down. He gave up five runs on six <laughs> hits and three walks, <laughs> but, All but, right. but, but didn't lose, but in September, Uh-oh. he got the win. Yes, he did. Throwing seven scoreless against them. Scoreless. So his last two. All right. Good. The previous one, horrific. Horrific. All right. Well, we'll see what we get tonight. So, so far, three times he's pitched against the Yankees. Now, maybe with the Dodgers and an interleague, I don't know. I'd have to look. Probably, But Jerry. three times with the Blue Jays, he's pitched against the Yankees. One time was awful. Two times were very good.
1: Right. So, you're not totally off. He didn't exactly dominate them over the years, as I've said. <laughs> not exactly.
0: You thought he was on the Rays.
1: <laughs> I thought he was on the Rays. I was confusing him you're with thinking... their, their first baseman. <laughs> God help us. Uh, The thing I was saying, Jerry, though, I want to see if you're interested in this. I have zero interest. uh, Kevin James to play Sean Payton in a Netflix movie. I saw this. Based on the Saints' Bounty Gate. I don't have... I love Kevin James. I don't have any interest. But it's focusing on, not on Bounty Gate, this series, but it's focusing on Sean Payton's decision to coach his son's youth football team during his suspension. No. I have no interest in it.
0: I'm with you. None. Now, have you told me that Sean Payton documented... With yes. a video camera, him coaching his kid That I'd watch. Me too. That I'm, I'm not interested, interested in this made-for-TV crap. Me neither. Now, John Stamos has a new on Disney+, Plus, I think, that's come out, where he's like this really successful college basketball coach. Does something that gets him kicked out and fired, and the only job he can get is coaching high school girls basketball. Actually looks pretty good. I don't know why it looks good to me, but it does. This Kevin James thing, as much as I like Kevin James, I'm out on that.
1: Right. Because you love, like, your kids were excited when we had him in here and you got a photo with my Bart. little
0: guy. Yes. Joseph was, was like, You know Paul Blart? No, I don't know him, <laughs> but I was able to take a picture with him. <laughs> he thought you knew Paul Bart. Paul Blart. Who's Paul Mall Bart? Paul Cop? <laughs> yes. Well, because the timing of that, we had just watched them. Yeah. So to him, it was like, "Wow!" So my wife's like, "Oh, the King of Queens," and then my son's like, "Paul Blart." I'm like, "That's right."
1: <laughs> and how old was your son at the time?
0: Ah, uh, this has to have been six years ago. So he was probably five. Five. Yeah. Could
1: he wrap his head around like how you knew Paul Blart? No, he just <laughs>
0: thought it was the coolest thing. I don't take many pictures, but I always take the pictures that I think my kid or his friends will think is cool. Right. Like I took the great Mysterio, Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio. Is that his name? <laughs> I took that picture. His friends thought I was the coolest thing ever. I'm like, I don't even know who he is. Like, but look at me.
1: Whatever. I just love the idea of you showing a five year old, uh, here I am hanging out with Paul Blart, yes. Mall cop.
0: Yeah. Thought it was I'm telling you, the look I got from my son was like, yeah. Wow. Like, yeah, how about that?
1: Guess who dad
0: met And it? now if I ever took a picture with Ralph Macchio yeah, because really? of Cobra Kai, oh my who goodness. Knew? I'm dude, it it is like the most popular show amongst kids. So we had uh, a few of them over the other day, and that's all they talk about. It really is incredible. And, and they haven't watched it now in a month because they binged it however long ago. They're waiting for the next season to come out. They
1: think, like, Ralph Macchio. Holy cow. You should text Ralph Macchio when you're hanging out with those, those kids. Just be like, oh, I'm, what's his name in the movie? Do you remember? Danielson. Danielson. Let me just text Danielson real quick. Daniel La Russa. Daniel La Russa, right? Yeah. Danielson. I could do that. Danielson. You know what I'm sick of doing, Jerry? Paying rent. Well, I was sick of paying rent, which is why I decided to buy my condo in Bradley Beach. I bought that a year ago, Jerry, and it feels very good to build equity in my own home. If you're looking to buy or if you're a first-time home buyer finance through Carney Bank. They changed my entire outlook on the mortgage process. Yes. Uh, they also, they have a first-time homebuyer program that offers savings like a 30-year discounted rate. And down payments as low as 5%, so don't hesitate. Visit CarneyBank.com. That's CarneyBank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All
0: right, we'll come back and wrap things up in just a moment right now on Odyssey Sportsman at Amy Lawrence and why she hates Al. No, that's not true. Why what? she hates the debate on Julian Edelman's Hall of Fame credentials.
1: It's the dynamic duo of
0: Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, welcome back. Yankees beat the Blue Jays 3 1. Mets Phillies postponed. They played two today. Knicks beat the Lakers 111.96. That's the T Wolves did not play. Al, take it away.
1: And the warm up show is brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit carneybank.com for details. I see that Drew Locke is working with uh, Peyton Manning in the offseason. And ever since the Peyton Manning Adam Gay situation, like, I feel he's lost his football credibility. Whoa, his football credibility. Yes, as weird, no. like, when I read that yesterday, I was like, oh, Drew Locke, a quarterback, the Broncos working with uh hey, and I was like, hmm. I would say this.
0: I would not take a recommendation ever again for him for coaching, yeah. but in terms of the way he uh, actually can play the position – I think I'd still be okay with that.
1: That you're okay with. Right? I'd be okay with that, He's yes. a bad, he, he did a bad, you know, I guess he was trying to help out a friend, and he's like, oh, listen, I owe you one. I owe you one, <laughs> <laughs> I'm owe gonna you one for whatever reason. Yeah, it's not going to make one call. But, yeah, like, no, you can't use a Peyton Manning reference anymore. Like, let
0: me ask you this. If you were an owner of a football team yeah. and you had the option for your young quarterback to be mentored by Peyton Manning right. or some nondescript quarterback coach, who are you taking? Peyton Manning, right. So I think your credibility is fine. No, in terms of Peyton Manning and football, all right. No coaching recommendations ever again.
1: No, but you can talk to our quarterbacks. But I will, it did. Pop, the first thing that popped in my mind is like, eh, not sure if, it, if I'm still following Peyton Manning's, you know, thoughts and. I would still follow his thoughts on football. I just
0: don't want to hear him tell me who who to coach a team ever again.
1: And then there was a story yesterday that went around about Charles Barkley turning down Monday Night Football. Yeah, but that's not true. Exactly.
0: It it was- it's sort of, but not really. He wasn't going to be in the booth for the game, right? Right. It was supposed to be like some halftime segment. I liked once the headline was out there, I forget who it was, but someone put out on social media, here's why it would be a good idea for Charles. Oh, God. Mm. Are you guys serious? It's en- Just let the announcers do the game and stop trying to reinvent the wheel. Like, no one's going to tune in after the first time. Listen to Yankees baseball <laughs> to here tonight talk. at 7 05. <laughs>